autonomic nervous system pharmacology. The autonomic reflex arc, the ANS, is a complex and well-coordinated network of visceral reflex arcs that work in concert to maintain whole body homeostasis. These reflexes are tightly integrated with the endocrine system. The key points of integration include the renin-angiotensin-aldosterone system, ADH, mineral corticoids, glucocorticoids, and insulin. The reflex arc allows for fine adjustments by positive and negative feedback mechanisms and consists of five major components, sensor, afferent pathway, control center, efferent pathway, and effector organ. The sensor monitors the environment and forms the CNS of changes within the environment. When a change occurs, the stimulus alters the electrical potential of the sensor. The sensor then transduces the stimulus into an action potential. The afferent pathway links the sensor to the control center. It conducts the action potential towards the CNS. The control center is the hypothalamus, brainstem, and spinal cord, which receive the bulk of sensory input from the body. While the cerebral cortex is not a component of the autonomic reflex arc, it can modulate autonomic output that may occur with emotions such as fear and anxiety. The efferent pathway links the control center to the effector organ. It conducts the action potential towards the effector organ and almost always consists of two nerve fibers, the pre- and post-ganglionic fibers. The ganglion is the site where the pre-ganglionic nerve and the post-ganglionic nerve form a synapse. Preganglionic nerves are myelinated B fibers and exits the CNS and synapses with postganglionic fibers in an autonomic ganglion. It releases acetylcholine onto a nicotinic type N receptor in the ganglion. The postganglionic nerve is an unmyelinated C fiber and exits the ganglion and innervates the effector organ. In the peripheral nervous or the in the parasympathetic nervous system, a cholinergic postganglionic fiber releases acetylcholine. In the sympathetic nervous system, an adrenergic postganglionic fiber releases norepinephrine. There are some exceptions to this rule, including the adrenal medulla, sweat glands, piloerectal muscle, and some blood vessels. The effector organ elicits a physiologic change in effort to restore homeostasis. The efferent division of the autonomic nervous system is divided into two complementary pathways, the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system, which are antagonists of each other. The relative balance between these two systems determine how well the organs in particular will respond. Resting tone describes the relative balance of the sympathetic and the parasympathetic input into a particular organ. Denervation is the absence of autonomic tone in a particular organ. Sympathetic ganglia. In the efferent limb of the autonomic nervous system, the ganglion is where the preganglionic and postganglionic neurons synapse. In the sympathetic nervous system, the preganglionic fibers exit the spinal cord via the ventral nerve roots. These fibers enter the sympathetic chain by way of the white communicating rami. They are called white rami because they are myelinated. Once inside the synapse chain, a preganglionic fiber will travel down one of, its, one of three paths on its way to synapse with the postganglionic fiber. It will synapse with the postganglionic fiber and exit the same level. It will ascend and descend the sympathetic chain and then synapse at a higher or lower level before exiting. It will bypass the sympathetic chain entirely and synapse in the collateral ganglia. After synapsing in the ganglia, the postganglionic fiber will travel to its respective effector organ. Some fibers, such as those that innervate sweat glands, piloerectal muscles, and blood vessels to skin and muscle, take a different path. 
after exiting the sympathetic chain, they re-enter the spinal nerve via the gray communicating rami, and then they travel alongside somatic nerves towards their effector organs. Examples of the sympathetic ganglia outside of the sympathetic chain include superior cervical ganglion, middle cervical ganglion, stellate ganglion, celiac ganglion, superior mesenteric, and inferior mesenteric. The stellate ganglion provides sympathetic innervation to the ipsilateral upper extremity and portion of the head and neck. It is often blocked for treatment of upper extremity dystrophy, complex regional pain syndrome, or to increase blood flow to the upper extremity. It is often an unintended consequence of a brachial plexus block, and blockade of the stellate ganglia manifests as Horner's syndrome, which is ptosis, anhydrosis, meiosis, and enophthalmos. Vasodilation, hormone ptosis, anhydrosis, and meiosis. The adrenal medulla, two adrenal glands sit on top of each kidney. Two key areas include the medulla, which secretes catecholamines, and the cortex, which secretes glucocorticoids, mineral corticoids, and androgens. Preganglionic sympathetic nerves are myelinated B-type fibers that arise from the thoracic ganglia or region of the spinal cord T5 to T9. The preganglionic fibers release acetylcholine directly onto chromiffin cells of the adrenal medulla. Chromiffin cells are derived from neural tissue. There are no postganglionic neurons in the adrenal medulla. Sympathetic nervous system activation stimulates the chromiffin cells to release epi and norepi directly into the bloodstream. Think of the adrenal medulla as a sympathetic ganglion that is in direct contact with circulation. Therefore, any organ bearing adrenergic receptor except the brain is activated by catecholamines released from the adrenal medulla. At rest, the adrenal medulla secretes epinephrine at 0.2 microgram per kilogram per minute and norepinephrine at 0.05 microgram per kilogram per minute. Catecholamines in the bloodstream remain there 5 to 10 times longer than they do in the synaptic cleft. In the synaptic cleft, catecholamines are quickly removed by reuptake. Catecholamines in the circulation must travel to the kidneys and liver where they are metabolized by MAO and COMT. VMA is the final metabolite of epinephrine and norepinephrine metabolism. Sympathetic nerves arise from thoracocolumbar, T1-12 to and L1-3. to They are involved in the fight or flight response and increase blood pressure and heart rate and decrease GI tract activity. Parasympathetic nerves arise from the cranial sacral region, cranial nerves 3, 7, 9, and 10, and sacral nerves S2 to 3. It is also known as the feeding and breeding and rest and digest systems. Autonomic nervous system functions, control, and central involvement include respiration, circulation, body temperature, metabolism, sweating, and secretions, and central involvement includes the hypothalamus, where integration and body temperature and water balance occurs, the medulla, where blood pressure and respiration is regulated, and the cerebral cortex, where somatic nervous system and autonomic nervous system integration occurs. Neurons of the autonomic nervous system consist of preganglionic myelinated fibers, postganglionic non-myelinated fibers. The sympathetic nervous system has short preganglionic fibers and long postganglionic fibers in a ratio of 1 to 20. The parasympathetic nervous system have long preganglionic fibers and short postganglionic fibers in a 1 to 1 ratio.
Acetylcholine can have sympathetic effects, such as when it is stimulated on the sweat glands. This means that the division parasympathetic or sympathetic is based on anatomy and not the neurotransmitter. Dopamine on renal vascular smooth muscle can also have sympathetic effects. Acetylcholine acts acts directly on the adrenal medulla to cause release of epinephrine and norepinephrine for widespread sympathetic effects. There is no postganglionic fiber and release is during times of stress. Again, parasympathetic has long preganglionic fibers and a one-to-one ratio and sympathetic has short preganglionic fibers. Drugs that can interfere with acetylcholine have widespread actions throughout the body. Adrenal receptors include alpha and beta. Alpha-1 are predominantly on vascular smooth muscle and alpha-2 at the nerve terminals. Beta-1 are predominantly on cardiac muscle, beta-2 on bronchial smooth muscle, and beta-3 on fat cells. Dopamine receptors D1 through 5 are on the renal and vascular smooth muscle. Cholinergic receptors include muscarinic and nicotinic. Muscarinic M1 receptors are predominantly on ganglia cells. M2 are on cardiac cells, and M3 are on sweat glands. Nicotinic NN receptors are on ganglia cells, and NM receptors are on the neuromuscular junction. Key points. The division is anatomical and is usually dual innervation, usually antagonistic, and usually some organs have autonomic system tone. Usually one system dominates. Role of reflex responses based on anatomy rather than the neurotransmitter. Salivary gland both increases parasympathetic, watery saliva and sympathetic nervous system causes viscous saliva. Sweat gland is sympathetic even though it involves acetylcholine. If one stimulates, the other inhibits except saliva. Under normal resting conditions, basal activity or release of transmitter causes the tonic release or or ANS tone. For example, the heart is decreased by acetylcholine under normal resting conditions. It depends on the tissue or organ which system plays the more dominant role. Steady level, steady level is the autonomic tone and a change in steady level is when the autonomic nervous system is activated. Salivary glands, parasympathetic nervous system. Innervated by M3 receptors from cranial nerves 7 and 9, which increase water and ion-rich saliva, increase via conditioned reflexes such as taste and smell, and decrease with sleep, fear, and dehydration. Sympathetic nervous system acts on beta-2 receptors from T1 to 3 and increases enzyme-rich saliva, such as lysosome and amylase, and decreases blood supply, causing vasoconstriction. Raynaud syndrome is excessive sympathetic tone in nerves supplying the hands and feet. Minor cold or even the thought of cold causes pronounced vasoconstriction that can be severe enough to cause necrosis of tissues. Discoloration of the fingers and or toes when the patient is exposed to change in temperature, hot or cold, or emotional events. Abnormal spasm of blood vessels causes diminished blood supply. Initially, the fingers turn white because of the diminished blood supply, and then they turn blue because of prolonged lack of oxygen. Finally, they turn red as the blood vessels reopen, causing a local flushing. Three-phase color sequence, white to blue to red, is typical. The treatment for Raynaud's is calcium channel blockers, if severe. 
Eye stimulation from the parasympathetic causes meiosis or pinpoint pupils and sympathetic nervous system causes dilated pupils or mydriasis. Cycloplegia is the loss of accommodation or focus. The lens relaxes or is stretched for distance. We want to relax and contract this, regulated by the parasympathetic. Think of the term blind as a bat that occurs from parasympathetic nervous system blockers. The autonomic nervous system plays a major role in the regulation of cardiac and vascular function. Parasympathetic vagal nerves leave the vagal nuclei within the, med- within the medulla, preganglionic efferent vagal fibers. These preganglionic efferent fibers are relatively long and do not synapse until they reach their target organ, such as the heart. The preganglionic fibers synapse with small ganglia located near the target tissue, such as the SA node, and release the neurotransmitter acetylcholine, which binds to nicotinic receptors, causing depolarization and action potential generation in the short postganglionic vagal fibers that synapse at the target cells. The neurotransmitter released by the postganglionic fibers at the target tissue is also acetylcholine. In contrast, the sympathetic nerves that originate within the medulla travel down the spinal cord where they synapse with preganglionic cell bodies within the spinal cord. These cell bodies give off preganglionic fibers that are relatively short compared to the long preganglionic vagal efferents. These preganglionic fibers enter the paravertebral ganglia or the sympathetic chain ganglia that are found on either side of the spinal column. Either at the same level they enter the chain or traveling up or down the chain, these preganglionic neurons synapse with cell bodies of postganglionic sympathetic fibers. Acetylcholine is the neurotransmitter within these ganglia, and acetylcholine binds to nicotinic receptors on the postganglionic neurons. From these neurons arise relatively long postganglionic fibers that travel to their target organ and release norepinephrine as their primary neurotransmitter. Some of the preganglionic sympathetic fibers, instead of synapsing with paravertebral ganglia, synapse in prevertebral ganglia located within the abdomen, such as the celiac, superior mesenteric, and inferior mesenteric ganglia. Acetylcholine, which binds to nicotinic receptors, is a neurotransmitter at these sites, as found in the other autonomic ganglia. Postganglionic sympathetic nerves then travel down from the prevertebral ganglia to innervate tissues such as blood vessels, where they release norepinephrine as the primary neurotransmitter. Therefore, sympathetic postganglionic fibers can originate in either paravertebral or prevertebral ganglia. There are also postganglionic sympathetic dopaminergic nerves that release dopamine in the kidneys. Finally, there are preganglionic sympathetic nerves that synapse in the adrenal medulla and release acetylcholine that stimulates the production and release of catecholamines, epinephrine primarily and norepinephrine secondarily. Activation of sympathetic adrenergic nerves to the heart releases norepinephrine that binds to adrenergic receptors, primarily beta-adrenergic receptors, which increases heart rate and contractility and the velocity of electrical impulse conduction. Together, these changes increase cardiac output and arterial blood pressure. Sympathetic adrenergic activation also constricts blood vessels through the actions of norepinephrine binding to alpha-adrenergic receptors. This increases arterial blood pressure. 
In contrast, activation of vagal efferent nerves depressed heart function through the effects of acetylcholine binding to muscarinic receptors. Except for a few specific organs, there is little or no vagal innervation of blood vessels. Therefore, the cardiovascular effects of vagal activation are primarily mediated through the heart, whereas sympathetic activation affects both heart and vasculature. Sympathetic cholinergic activation releases acetylcholine that binds to muscarinic receptors, which stimulates sweating and dilates arteries in the skin. Some species, such as cat and dogs, but not humans, have sympathetic cholinergic innervation of skeletal muscle arteries. Sympathetic dopaminergic activation to the kidneys dilates renal vessels through dopamine binding to dopaminergic receptors. This increases renal blood flow and renal glomerular filtration. Finally, preganglionic sympathetic nerves that synapse in the adrenal glands stimulate catecholamine release that circulates in the blood to affect the heart, blood vessels, and other organs by binding to adrenergic receptors. It is important to note that under basal resting conditions, vagal and sympathetic adrenergic nerves are tonically active. In the heart, because vagal influences override sympathetic effects, there is a resting vagal tone that is responsible for maintaining a low resting heart rate. In contrast, most blood vessels, which have little or no vagal innervation, are dominated by the sympathetic adrenergic influences at rest, giving to what is termed, termed the sympathetic vascular tone. Therefore, blocking ganglionic neurotransmission by ganglionic blocker removes vagal tone on the heart and sympathetic vascular tone. Pharmacology of the sympathetic nervous system. The adrenal or the adrenergic nerve terminal. Norepinephrine is the primary neurotransmitter for the postganglionic sympathetic adrenergic nerves. It is synthesized inside the nerve axon, stored within the vesicles, and then released by the nerve when an action potential travels down the nerve. Below are the details for release and synthesis of norepinephrine. The amino acid tyrosine is transported into the synaptic or into the sympathetic nerve axon. Tyrosine is converted to dopa by tyrosine hydroxylase, which is the rate limiting step for norepinephrine synthesis. Dopa is converted to dopamine by dopa decarboxylase. Dopamine is transported into vesicles, then converted to norepinephrine by dopamine beta-hydroxylase, transported into the vesicle and can be blocked by the drug resperine or reserpine. An action potential traveling down the axon depolarizes the membrane and causes calcium to enter the axon. Increased intracellular calcium causes the vesicles to migrate to the axon membrane and fuse with the membrane, which permits the norepinephrine to diffuse out of the vesicle and into the extracellular junctional space. DBH, and depending on the nerve, other secondary neurotransmitters such as ATP is released along with norepinephrine. The norepinephrine binds to the postjunctional receptor and stimulates the effector organ response. Epinephrine is synthesized from norepinephrine within the adrenal medulla, which are small glands associated with the kidneys. Preganglionic fibers of the sympathetic nervous system synapse with the adrenals. Activation of these preganglionic fibers release acetylcholine, which binds to the postjunctional nicotinic receptor in the tissue. This leads to the stimulation of norepinephrine, norepinephrine synthesis, 
within the adrenal medullary cells. But unlike sympathetic neurons, there is an additional enzyme, the phenyl phenylalanine and methyltransferase that adds a methyl group to the norepinephrine molecule to form epinephrine. The epinephrine is released into the blood, perfusing the glands and carried throughout the body. The binding of norepinephrine to its receptor depends on the concentration of norepinephrine in the vicinity of the receptor. If the nerve stops releasing norepinephrine, then norepinephrine concentration in the junctional cleft will decrease and norepinephrine will leave the receptor. There are several mechanisms by which the norepinephrine is removed from the intracellular junctional space and therefore from the postjunctional receptor. 90% of norepinephrine is transported back into the nerve terminal by a neuronal reuptake transport, transport system. Side note, this transporter is blocked by cocaine. Therefore, cocaine increases junctional norepinephrine concentrations by blocking its reuptake and subsequent metabolism, which is a major mechanism by which cocaine stimulates cardiac function and raises blood pressure. Some of the junctional norepinephrine diffuses into capillaries and is carried out of tissue by circulation. Therefore, high levels of sympathetic activation in the body increase the plasma concentration of norepi and its metabolites. Some of the junctional norepinephrine is metabolized within the extracellular space before reaching the capillaries. Finally, a small amount, about 5% of norepi, is taken up by the post-junctional tissue, termed extraneuronal uptake, and metabolized. Norepinephrine and epinephrine are metabolized by catechol O methyltransferase, or COMT, and monoamine oxidase, or MAO. The final product of these pathways is vanillomandelic acid, or VMA. This final product, along with its precursors, norepinephrine and metanephrine, is measured in urine and plasma in the diagnosis of pheochromocytoma, which can cause severe hypertension and cardiac arrhythmias. Acetylcholine synthesis and metabolism. Acetyl-CoA is synthesized from pyruvate mitochondria within cholinergic nerves. This acetyl-CoA combines with choline that is transported into the nerve axon to form acetylcholine. The enzyme responsible for this choline is choline acetyltransferase. The newly formed acetylcholine is then transported into vesicles for storage and subsequent release similar to what occurs for norepinephrine. After acetylcholine is released, it is rapidly degraded within the synapse by acetylcholinesterase to form acetate and choline. Again, norepinephrine synthesis. 1. Sympathetic neurons synthesize norepinephrine from tyrosine, an amino acid obtained from the diet, or phenylalanine, which is converted to tyrosine first. Tyrosine is transported into the adrenergic nerve terminal and converted to dopamine, or DOPA, by the enzyme tyrosine hydroxylase. This occurs in the cytoplasm and is the rate-limiting step in norepinephrine synthesis. DOPA is converted to dopamine by the enzyme DOPA decarboxylase. This also occurs in the cytoplasm. Dopamine is transported into a synaptic vessel and is converted to norepinephrine by the enzyme dopamine beta hydroxylase. In the adrenal medulla, most of the norepinephrine is converted to epinephrine by the enzyme phenylalanine and methyltransferase. The adrenal medulla secretes 80% epinephrine and 20% norepinephrine. Norepi release. 
The action potential depolarizes the nerve terminal. Voltage-gated calcium channels open and calcium flows into the nerve terminal. Increased neuronal calcium release causes norepinephrine vesicles to fuse with the nerve terminal and release norepinephrine into synaptic cleft via exocytosis. Norepi inhibits its own release by stimulating the presynaptic alpha-2 receptor. Norepinephrine can augment its own release by stimulating the presynaptic beta-2 receptor. Norepinephrine termination of action. Removal of catecholamines from the synaptic cleft. 1. Reuptake into the synaptic nerve. This is the primary mechanism that removes norepi from the synaptic cleft. Up to 80% of norepi released undergoes reuptake. Most norepi is recycled and repackaged into vessels to be used again. However, some norepi is metabolized by MAO in the nerve terminal. Reuptake is blocked by tricyclic antidepressants and cocaine. Reuptake by extraneuronal tissues is the other way that norepinephrine is removed from the synaptic cleft. These tissues contain MAO and COMT to metabolize norepi. Finally, the last way that catecholamines are removed from the synaptic cleft is diffusion away from the synaptic cleft. Norepi enters the circulation and is metabolized in the liver and the kidney by MAO and COMT. Catecholamine Metabolism there are two metabolic pathways for norepinephrine and epinephrine, monoamine oxidase and catechol O methyltransferase, MAO and COMT respectively. The kidneys and the liver are the primary sites of metabolism of catecholamines that have entered the circulation, including IV administration. Only 5% of norepi is excreted unchanged in the urine. The final byproduct of norepi and epimetabolism is vanyl mandelic acid, or VMA. Another name is 3-methoxy-4-hydroxymandelic acid. Urine measurement of VMA permits a general assessment of overall sympathetic nervous system activity. The vast majority of VMA in the urine is the result of deamination of norepi in the adrenergic postganglionic nerve ending. An elevated level of VMA in the urine aids diagnosis of pheochromocytoma. Acetylcholine synthesis release and metabolism. Acetylcholine is the primary neurotransmitter in the parasympathetic nervous system. Acetylcholine stimulates three different receptor types in the body, the nicotinic N-type or nerve in the PNS ganglia, SNS ganglia, and the CNS, the nicotinic type M or muscle in the neuromuscular junction, and muscarinic receptors in the postganglionic parasympathetic effector organs in CNS. Note that nicotinic receptors are ion channels, while muscarinic receptors are linked to G proteins. Synthesis of acetylcholine. Choline is transported from the blood into the cytoplasm of the nerve terminal. Acetylcoenzyme A is produced in the mitochondria and released into the cytoplasm. In the presence of the enzyme choline, acetyltransferase, choline and acetyl-CoA are joined to form acetylcholine. Acetylcholine is then packaged into vesicles. The action potential depolarizes the nerve terminal and voltage-gated calcium channels open and allows influx of calcium into the nerve terminal. Calcium is required for acetylcholine vesicles to fuse with the nerve terminal and release acetylcholine via exocytosis into the synaptic cleft. Magnesium is an antagonist of calcium in the presynaptic nerve terminal, which explains why magnesium can cause muscle weakness or has, how it acts synergistically with neuromuscular blockers. 
metabolism. Unlike norepi, acetylcholine is not reused and there is no uptake mechanism. Acetylcholine must be rapidly metabolized to allow precise control of the effector organ. Acetylcholine transferase is or acetylcholine esterase is positioned around the cholinergic receptors and quickly hydrolyzes acetylcholine after it unbinds from these receptors. The byproducts are choline and acetate. Choline is transported back into the nerve terminal via reuptake and will serve as a substrate for choline synthesis. Acetate diffuses away from the synaptic cleft. Neuronal versus extraneuronal uptake. Neuronal uptake is also known as uptake 1. 70 to 80% of norepinephrine is uptake by neuronal uptake. It is blocked by cocaine and TCAs or tricyclic antidepressants. Extraneuronal uptake is uptake 2 and occurs in 10 to 20%. COMT is the enzyme that metabolizes this and is not as important. Diffusion occurs in 5%. MAO is the, the enzyme that metabolizes the neuro, neuronal uptake. It is in the mitochondrial membrane in the nerve terminal and metabolizes norepinephrine and can also metabolize dopamine and epinephrine. MAO versus COMT. If you inhibit MAO, you can cause significant increase in storage of norepinephrine. If you inhibit COMT, there are no major consequences. MAO potentiates the release of tyrosine. MAO has A and B isoforms, which is why we have selective and non-selective inhibitors. COMT can metabolize everything except tyrosine, and MAO oxidizes amine terminals. It is the best metabolizer for norepinephrine and dopamine and is less effective with tyrosine, epinephrine, or dopa. COMT inhibitors include talcopone, pyrogalol, and is used for Parkinson's disease with L-DOPA. MAO inhibitors are non-selective and selective. Non-selective are treatment of depression and include trianoglycopramine and pragoline, and selective for MAOA treatment of depression includes chlorgoline, and Parkinson's disease as a selective MAOB inhibitor treatment includes seligoline. MAO is located in the mitochondrial outer membrane, while COMT is located in the cytosol. In the body, MAOA is located in sympathetic nerves and placenta, MAOB is located in platelets, and MAOA and B are located in the liver, brain, and kidney. COMT is located in most tissues, but not in sympathetic nerves. MAO increases norepinephrine level in sympathetic neurons and potentiates release of tyramine-like drugs. COMT has minor or no effect.